0: Hi guys, welcome to the Grateful Poshmark podcast where we talk all things mindset for resellers. I'm your host, Sonia, and today we are going to talk about Poshmark closing down three markets. So let's get into it. If you haven't heard the news, which I'm sure we all have. Um, because it's the topic right now on Instagram. Poshmark closed their um, newest markets. So uh, the UK, India, and Australia markets, I believe those are the newest ones, um, have recently been closed down. And I know the drama, it's so sad. I mean, it sucks for obviously the people that have started to really build their accounts in those in those countries. Um, but you guys, I've seen some like crazy comments on Instagram. People are mad. People are so mad. And they're talking about how Poshmark is unreliable. They're questioning, are we next? And you know, some people are saying, is Poshmark even doing that good? Because why would they close down these three doors? And I'm here to tell y'all from a friend to a friend, everybody, we need to calm down and we need to shift the focus because it's, I mean, it's serious and it sucks that those markets are closed, but you guys, you have to think about it from a business perspective, right? Let's like, let's compare the situation. So if you own a restaurant and your restaurant got so popular and you're so busy and you're just like, wow, this is crazy. Like I gotta, I gotta open up more locations. Right? So you start expanding quickly thinking like, okay, you know, people don't have to drive from across town to come eat here. I can put one location on the other side and another location on the other side. And you just open up all these locations and they just don't take off. Right? Right. Ask yourself, do you continue to run those restaurants to feed one to two customers a day? Or do you close down and you focus on your core restaurants, like the ones that are doing the best? Like you wouldn't sit there and let, you know, let your money just go and go and go. You know, obviously you want to keep your employees employed um, and, you know, want to take care of people. And yes, your food might be great. But like at the end of the day, is it a good business strategy to keep those doors Open? Absolutely not. You would close those doors. You would 100%. That's just good business. And then you can always revisit reopening those doors, you know, when the time is right. I think the same situation kind of happened to a big retailer. I can't believe if it was, I can't remember if it was Nordstrom's or Macy's. I feel like it was Macy's and they just opened so many doors, like way too fast, like way too fast. And they ended up having to close down a bunch of doors because those doors just were not producing at all because it was just too many Macy's, I guess, in those locations. And so that's just good business. Like, you know, you try it, you hope for the best and you think, wow, this is going to work out. And it doesn't, you have to close down. Like you're not going to let, you know, keep paying for something that's not working. And I did read an article on Yahoo News right before I started recording. I believe they said that there was only like 500,000 users across the three markets compared to the 8 million users that are on Posh, which is what I just read um, in this article. But I feel like there's more users than that. But 500,000 is not very many across three markets markets. And I know like they're still new and you know, they would need time to grow and the marketing budgets to grow and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, if it's not working in, I think they've been open for a year or so, like if there's not enough growth to support the teams that are working on those markets, then, you know, it's just good business. And I think when Poshmark was acquired by that big company um in Asia, I think, you know, they're probably reevaluating and they're like, these markets are not it right now. Let's try to bring the focus back to u s and Canada, and you know just really work on growing those markets and focus on those core markets. So I have no i mean like when I saw that, I was like, okay, well, they know best like it didn't even like cross my mind that people would be mad about this like or questioning if our markets were safe and I think that just goes back to the mindset. you can only focus on what you can control, right. There's no reason to be angry about, you know, the possibility of something that may never even be true in our market when you can just focus on the things that you can't control in your business, which is just listing and elevating your business in a sense of like, what can you do to grow your business in that very moment? So I think the biggest thing... um, I think a lot of people thought, well, we have international markets, right? We have Canada, we have UK, we have Australia, we have India. And I think a lot of people thought that that would mean maybe, just maybe, just maybe that would unlock international shipping because now we are international company. Like we should be able to ship at least to those countries. And so I think that's where a lot of people kind of got discouraged because they're like, oh, well now what? Like maybe we'll just be able to ship to Canada. Like, you know, we can watch Canada shows and we can technically I think bid on some of the Canada shows, Um, but we can't like shop Canada. So I think a lot of people were hoping for international shipping. So I could see how that news would kind of be discouraging, but I don't think we need to let that affect us. And I know this is probably a really controversial like topic because people just feel like maybe Poshmark isn't very reliable. So the question is, are they unreliable? I don't think so. I think I think they're doing just fine, and I think the fact that you know it sucks that we had to close down those markets, but I think because they're closing it down to focus on a core mar- on our core markets here in U.S. and Canada, I think that that's actually really good news for us that are in the U.S. and Canada, because think about it. Now they don't have to split their attention, their you know all the things across all these different markets when they can just focus on the two biggest markets, really make sure we have everything we need and then go back to the drawing board as far as like opening more markets. So like, what, what does that kind of look like? I know you're probably like, that doesn't even make sense Sonia. I don't know what you're talking about, but think about it. Like if you close down a market when you have multiple markets, so again, if you have a restaurant and now you have, you know, five, six restaurants, your marketing budget goes, you know, each restaurant has its own marketing budget, but if If you're splitting all of your budget throughout those five restaurants, you're getting less marketing right? Your marketing is not gonna be as strong because you're having to split it everywhere. But if you only have two core markets, you can take all that marketing budget and you can apply it just to u s and Canada. You can you know focus more um i don't know like Google ads like maybe there's gonna be an uptick in like uh, uh, more sales being driven from Google like because they're putting more marketing. Uh, money into like getting us on Google and things like that because they're not having to split it apart and they can take the extra money that was being put into those three markets and find ways to apply it within the core markets. So I think as far as like marketing wise, I, I think this is going to be really good for us because that means we're just going to get more attention y'all and more attentions usually means uh, more sales. Um, the other thing that I think um, is, you know, really Good to know. I feel like when you take away attention on try to build, like, think about it. Like it's gonna take so much work to build these new markets from scratch. Like you it probably takes a lot of people. And I know, you know, each market has its own team and things like that. But of course they're gonna stay still use like Posh headquarter team, like the main people to help build those markets. And then you just have, you know, people that are within those markets working um internally from that country. But If we're not having to split our attention between all the markets, like I, that means like there's more attention on like things like new tools. So I know like uh, they're working on right now, the AI listing tool. That was a, a vision Manish had, I guess, for a while. And right now I think it's like I think the word is prototype. Um, they showed it at Poshfest and it's basically you take a couple of pictures with your phone and AI will write out the listing for you. Obviously, you're gonna have to read it and make sure it's correct, but um it it just takes like it takes the background off. I believe it takes the background off, creates the title, the description, fills everything out for you. And that's like a tool that they're working on, you know, to bring to our market, so things like that. I feel like instead of having to focus on building markets from scratch, they can focus on how to make our market stronger. So, you know, and giving us new tools for posh shows, for listing, for growing our business. You know, I know we're still in beta for it, promoted listings, things like that. Like just being able to give us new tools and build new tools, and I think that's a really positive thing because, you know, I think this is only the beginning for Poshmark. And then the third thing is perfecting what we already have because they're not having to split that attention and growing all those markets. We can perfect, listen, listen, (laughs) I know we have glitches. Like they're definitely Poshmark glitches, search glitches still SEO here and there, you know, there are certain things that we all know that we're like, listen, can we just fix this? I just had actually a small incident with shipping labels. And I've been back and forth with Poshmark, like really just bringing it to their attention. Like this is what's going on. Like you just sent me two of the same labels, you know, but instead of like being mad about it. I was like this is an opportunity for me as a Poshmark ambassador to give feedback and be like listen, we got to fix this. Like <laughs> I double check my, you know, labels but not many people will. They'll just, you know, try to get it done as fast as possible. So how can we get Poshmark to fix this, you know? So I know that there are glitches out there, but it just gives us an opportunity to fix those glitches. Like have the attention on the glitches and and making the Poshmark app that much better. So I think closing these markets, I know a lot of people are sad about it and they're mad about it. They're like, Oh, you know, I feel so bad for all the people that are working on it. And don't get me wrong. I really feel bad. I was like watching India live shows and I was cheering them on. I was like, you're doing great. You're doing so good. You know? And I were like, thanks for watching. It was so awesome to see like, you know, different cultures and things like that and what they were selling. Like they had the most beautiful saris. And I was like, wow, I wish I could buy that. I don't know where I would ever wear it, but like imagine buying a sari directly from India, like through Poshmark, like how amazing would that be? But yeah, I feel bad for those markets. Like, don't get me wrong, but I also know business, you know, it's just, it's just business. You guys, it's, it happens. Like you want to grow your business as fast as possible, but sometimes it just doesn't work out the way, the way that you expect. And I feel like they opened up those, um, those, um, markets, like right after like the pandemic. So I feel like maybe that's why it didn't take off as fast as it should have. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you didn't give him a fair chance, but it's like, can you imagine how much money goes out <laughs> to keep Poshmark running, especially in different country? Like it's going to be like very like expensive. Like just think about not just like the basics of owning a business, but like running a team, running all the apps and then having to replicate what they have here like in the United States and in Canada like all the shipping labels things like that and I think that was somebody I saw it somewhere somebody said I think they couldn't get the deals on shipping labels um that was just rumor I don't know if that's true or not they couldn't get the same deals like the discounted labels that we get here and that was like really hurting them so there are things that just might be out of their control to where they couldn't they couldn't put everything in it, you know, and they had to reevaluate, like, is it worth running it for another year? Or do we close down, focus on the core markets, make it stronger than ever. And, you know, bringing all these amazing tools that, you know, will continue to help grow the Poshmark app and help us grow our business and then revisit, you know, revisit those markets. Or like, what if, you know, instead of, you know, having those separate markets, what if, just what if they bringing international shipping at some point? I will tell you, I will tell you, I had this conversation with the chief operating officer, John at PoshFest. If you listened to my last episode, I asked him, I said, listen, John, everybody's asking about international shipping. And without going into too much detail about like our 20 minute conversation about it, um, he did basically say that it's on the horizon. It's something they're working on, but you know, if they work on it too, if they put everything on it, like and put the whole, all the teams and all the energy on it, it takes away energy from the tool, like the tools that we could have, like sooner. So that just tells me there's like probably some amazing things coming soon. Um, and then you know, at some point, international shipping will probably be there. So instead of having those, you know, markets sell to their own markets, it's having the core markets sell completely internationally. So maybe that's the positive spin on this, you know? So don't, don't let, you know, the lesson here, as far as like mindset goes, don't let news like that affect you. You know what I mean? Like, man, I've just seen like so much negativity around it and people are just mad. I'm like, you guys, you don't have control over that. So don't let it sink in and affect, you know, your joy of reselling or your excitement of reselling, because it's something you don't have control over. I'm sorry, but you don't, you're not going to be like calling Manish and being like, listen, Manish, you better bring back UK because I said, so, you know, no, you don't have control over that. So you can literally just focus on what you do have control over. And that's just our basics listing or pa shows. If you're doing shows, sourcing marketing learning how to market your business and just focus on that y'all don't don't let your mind get all scrambled and get into the drama and things like that because that's just going to make you think more negatively every single day put on an audiobook <laughs> put on some books i know Jen and i are listening to some real good books right now listen, just put on a book in the background and get out of that negative mindset, find positive things in the negative things that are happening, which I feel like is going to be an episode in itself. Um, and just focus on that. Y'all don't, don't get sucked into the negativity, you know, get yourself out of that. Know that, you know, us is okay. We're good. We're good today. So work as normal (laughs) until you hear otherwise continue as normal. You know, I, I, I have full faith in Poshmark and I am not worried at all. And I don't think you should be either. So if you have, you know, if you want to continue to have the discussion, I'm totally open to having those chats. And if you want more insight of the type of conversations I had at Poshfest about, um, you know, international shipping and things like that. Definitely reach out to me on Grateful Posher. I'm pretty responsive. Um, you know, and yeah, I just I don't think we should be worried, guys. I know it sucks for those markets, but I think it's gonna be really good for us here because we're gonna get more attention here. And I know all of you guys have been asking for for the glitches to be fixed. So maybe this is this is gonna be the opportunity where the glitches get fixed and there's an uptick in sales again and everybody's happy. So Listen, I, y'all sending you hugs right now, (laughs) sending you hugs for those of you that are worried, but I promise it will be okay. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever day you're listening to this episode. You know, I always appreciate you guys coming back. And like I said, if you have questions, reach out to me on Instagram and we can continue to chit chat. And as always, y'all stay grateful because I am grateful for you. I see, I guess I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye.